Hello, and welcome back to Basic Elements of the Christian Life, a series covering topics foundational to being a Christian. My name is Jonathan, and in this podcast, our topic is born into God's family. Wow. Have you thought about this? That you were being born into a family when you believed? Wonderful. Previously, we covered the mystery of human life. This mystery is that God has a plan, and he made man in his own image and likeness as a vessel to contain him and to be filled with him as life. Before God could come in, God's enemy came in first to try and spoil man for God's purpose. But the story did not end there. God became a man, the Lord Jesus Christ. He died to redeem us and brought us back to his original intention. And if we are those who pray, Lord, I receive you, I believe you, I love you, fill me with your life right now, then we are born anew. We have been regenerated. Praise the Lord for this. Well, Ephesians 2.19 says, So then, you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. And Galatians 6.10 speaks of the household of the faith. This word household means family. We are in the family of God. We are not strangers. We are not sojourners. We are fellow citizens and members of God's family. And people have been studying human nature for a long time. And we found that people are not like butterflies. We're more like the bees. We're not like tigers who like to live alone. We're more like sheep. Sheep like to be together. They have a flocking nature. Every week I take my family to a farm and there's a lot of sheep and goats on this farm. And there's a placard on the wall that describes this type of sheep. And it says, if you would like to buy some of these sheep, you have to buy at least two because these sheep like to be together. And this is the nature that is in us as human beings, but it's even more so when we are born into God's family. The divine life in us wants to be with those who have also been reborn with the life of God. There's just something in us that wants to get with our brothers and sisters. Well, we can see what happens when we stick with our family. In the Old Testament, you have Noah, whose life and work turned the age, right? But we have to see that Noah came from a godly family. He learned from his forefathers. He inherited all these spiritual blessings, such as Adam's way of salvation, Abel's way of offering. Enosh called on the name of the Lord. Enoch walked with God. And it just so happened that a lot of Noah's forefathers overlapped with him. They were alive while he was alive. So all these things were passed on and even continued and extended in Noah's life. So he was a righteous man. He found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And he was able to turn the age and be rescued from that evil generation. And in the New Testament, we see so many verses that show these divine relationships in God's family. Even on the cross, the Lord turned to his own mother and said, Woman, behold your son. This is John chapter 19. And then he turned to the disciple, who was John, and said, Behold your mother. 
And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. Isn't this sweet? This is so practical. This young man is now taken care of, providing for the needs of an aging widow. In the Lord, they are family. They are truly related. In 1 Corinthians 4.17, Paul says to the church in Corinth, Because of this, I have sent Timothy to you, who is my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, who will remind you of my ways which are in Christ. Paul considered Timothy not only a co-worker, and not just a fellow soldier, but his son. This is such a sweet and intimate term. And Paul said in Romans 16:13, Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother as well as mine. The mother of Rufus became like the mother of Paul. We all need these kind of relationships to safeguard us in our Christian life. We can't make it on our own, this is for sure. And in Mark 10, verse 29, Jesus says, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the gospel's sake, but that he shall receive a hundred times as much as now at this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and fields, with persecutions and in the coming age eternal life it's easy to put off all the blessings to the next age but in this verse the lord promises now at this time houses brothers sisters mothers etc well i don't know about you but i didn't get a free house when i believed in the lord but i can tell you in my experience when i meet in the homes of the believers I feel like their home becomes my home. When I invite others to my home, then they feel that my home has become their home. And of course, so many that I've met, I would say they truly are my brothers and sisters, my mothers and my children. This is the family of God. And another aspect is that we need to pursue with those in our family. Not just be in the family, but as 2 Timothy 2.22 says, flee youthful lusts and pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Oh, the age is so dark, so evil. There are so many things to come in, distract us, take away our love for the Lord, take away our time to pursue the Lord. We just cannot make it on our own. We need to be with those. We need to pray, Lord, this year, give me those. Show me who I should be pursuing with, running with, standing with, preaching the gospel with, reading the Bible with. Lord, make this known to me. Give me those in your family. Amen. This year, let us all be those.